0: Hi. Hello. How are you, my weird friends? It is me again. Your host, Rachel. Back again with the goods. Some true crime. This episode will be split into two, maybe three different segments. There's a lot to cover and depending on how much I can fit within 30 minute episodes, Anything over 30 minutes, I tend to lose listeners' interest, and I'm the same way. I like things quick, to the point, all the gory details, and done. Because I've got things to do. And if you haven't seen that funny episode voiceover of the two Corkys fighting, then look it up. But as soon as you finish this, of course. As I just told you that I'm going to make it quick, <laughs> I have one more paragraph to... Get through first. However, as always, thank you for joining me, every single listener, subscriber, fan, weird friend. I appreciate you supporting my show. If you are new, don't forget to subscribe to be one of my weird friends. You can also keep up with Pocketful of Crime and myself on Instagram and Facebook for additional content, as well as photos of each weekly case so you can put a face to the crime. If you like this episode, be sure to do me a solid favor by sharing my show. Give me a rating and a review. They help my show grow, my sponsorships grow, which in return means more content for you. Let's get into part one of your cutoff. The murder of Lisa and Joel Guy Sr. (laughs) case takes place in Knox County, Knoxville, Tennessee, east of Nashville, approximately 180 miles or two hours and 57 minute drive. Knoxville is the gateway to the Smoky Mountains. A little fun fact, Knoxville was first settled in 1786 and was the first capital of Tennessee. It is also home of the University of Tennessee, Knoxville, and I have personally traveled to Tennessee multiple times, and it is on my top three places to live. This beautiful state, beautiful city, and a beautiful neighborhood on Golden View Lane is where the story takes place. The proud owners of this four-bedroom, three-bath, 2,300-square-foot home was 61-year-old Joel Guy Sr. and his wife, 55-year-old Lisa Guy. Jill Sr. was an engineering designer and Lisa was a full-time mother and then an accounts payable administrator for Jacob's engineering disbursement. Jill Sr. had been married once before with three daughters from that marriage. His daughters' names were Chandis and the twins' names Michelle and Angela. Jill Sr. and Lisa had been married 31 years and were true soulmates as those who knew them best would say. Joel Sr.'s three daughters had a very close relationship with their dad, but as well as Lisa, who always treated them as her own. The two had one son together in those 31 years, who was welcomed into the blended family in 1988. His name was Joel Michael Jr. His family referred to him as Joel Michael, as will I throughout the episode to not cause confusion between Joel Sr. and Jr. Jill Magle attended a boarding-style school in Louisiana called Louisiana School for Math, Science, and the Arts. This wasn't a boarding-style school for troubled children. This was a school for exceptional students. This is where he graduated high school in 2006. And after high school, Joel Michael attended one semester at George Washington University before transferring to LSU, Louisiana State University. This is where he was living in an apartment in Baton Rouge. What is so important about this apartment, college, education, and more is all of these costs were being paid by Joel Sr. and Lisa. A fellow student from the boarding school and old roommate of Joel Michael stated he never knew Joel Michael to have a paying job. This roommate, friend Michael McCracken, will come up later in the story. Let's skip, or should I say go back in time, to Thanksgiving weekend of 2016. It was a special, maybe even buttersweet family gathering at the home on Golden View Lane. This would be the last holiday spent together at this home. Joel Sr.'s contract was up, and he and Lisa had plans to take a break, retire, sell their home, which was already on the market and a contract pending. Joel Sr. had made arrangements to buy an old family home in Sir Goinesville, Tennessee, from his sister Robin White. Goinesville is northeast of Knoxville, approximately 76 miles. Goinesville borders the southwestern border of Virginia. Lisa had already put in her notice, and the week following Thanksgiving would be her last week of work. This was an exciting time in their lives. Their children were grown. They were able to retire and benefit from the life that they had built. However, Lisa had budgeted down to the penny the amount of money they would have to live off of from retirement. The only budget cutting they needed to do was discontinue paying for their son Joel Michael's way. His apartment, schooling, car, gas, insurance, food, they would not be able to afford to pay these expenses anymore and had voiced and expressed to Joel Michael his urgency to financially support himself. This had already been a family topic, discussion, and uncomfortable one at that leading up to Thanksgiving Day. On November 23rd, 2016, Joel Michael arrived to the family's home on Golden View Lane from his home in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, which is not a hop, skip, and a jump. It's 656 miles or a nine-hour, 28-minute drive. On November 24th, 2016, Thanksgiving Day, the family got together and do what most families do. They eat, laugh, and enjoy the time spent together. Michelle attended with her boyfriend and three young sons. Chandis and Angela were not able to attend. The family was all smiles and even seen in the last family photo taken on that Thanksgiving day, standing outside of their beautiful home and which would soon become someone else's new home. You will be able to find this picture on my podcast, Instagram, and Facebook. According to the three half sisters, they recall Joel Michael as being reclusive. They hardly seen him emerge from his room and in court testimony, Michelle made the statement she didn't know if Joel Michael even knew the names of her three young boys. However, this Thanksgiving was a little different. Michelle stated Joel Michael was acting differently. He was actually playing with her three sons and even giving them some of his old toys. He had a beanie baby collection in the bedroom his parents had kept preserved with all of Joel Michael's childhood memorabilia. Michelle and her family returned to their home and the following day, November 25th, Joel Sr., Lisa, and Joel Michael together took a drive up to the new house in Sir Goinesville to Holly boat to the new property. November 26th, 2016 was the last time Lisa Guy would be seen alive on video surveillance, which was at a Walmart store purchasing groceries a little afternoon on the 26th. What awaited her at home was unimaginable. Yep, it's about that time that I give you a warning that what comes next is gruesome, gory, if you have little listeners around. Now would be a good time to pause and come back to the episode later. Listener discretion is advised in three, two, one. While Lisa was out on her shopping trip, Joel Michael brutally attacked his father in the upstairs workout room. The blood evidence proved this was a brutal fight. In one corner of the exercise room was a large blood-stained patch of carpet. The walls had multiple blood evidence blood spatter, blood spray, thrashing marks, droplets, and markings of a struggle, smear markings indicating that he put up a fight. Jill Sr. sustained 43 sharp force injuries, injuries so severe, marks were left on his ribs. 12 of his ribs showed scratching and complete severing. The medical examiner ruled his cause of death by multiple sharp force injuries damaging his lungs, liver, and kidneys. Joel Sr.'s scapula, which is also known as the shoulder blade, the bone that connects the upper arm to the clavicle or collarbone, had fragments lodged in the bone from the weapon used against him. He also sustained multiple abdominal wounds, but the majority of them were to his back. Once Joel Michael successfully murdered his father, he stripped him of all of his clothing, laid the bloody clothes in a pile on the blood-stained carpet in the exercise room. One of many unusual things Joel Michael would do was he laid his dad's blood-stained cigarette pack on top of the bloody clothes pile, almost as if he thought that this was the cherry on top as he waited for his mother to return home from her shopping trip. Lisa returns home It is still unknown exactly when she was ambushed by Joel Michael, but she had carried the grocery bags inside, and later in court, a responding officer for a welfare check noticed he could see through the front door window, bags of groceries scattered on the floor. Evidence proves Lisa was attacked upstairs on the landing of the stairs leading to the bedrooms. So how and why did Lisa go upstairs? Was the house completely silent and she went to check where everybody was? Did she hear something awful, drop the bags and run upstairs? Or did Joel Michael somehow coax her upstairs? Lisa was stabbed 31 times. She too sustained multiple injuries and severed ribs. Out of 21 ribs injured, 9 of them were completely severed. During the autopsy, the evidence not only proved stab wounds, severing, slicing, but that the instrument used was twisted before exiting her body. There was one rib that was fractured from blunt force trauma, not sharp force, meaning there was pressure applied on her ribcage. The majority of her wounds were from the back as well. One injury to her clavicle and even multiple stab wounds to her buttocks. The large blood stain at the top of the stairs indicates this is where the murder took place, leaving a blood spatter on the walls, as well as a few blood droplets on the stairs. Joel Michael cut off Lisa's clothes, leaving them in a pile next to the scissors discovered at the scene. Two knives were discovered in the exercise room. This does not conclude the brutal mutilation of these bodies. The story has just begun but you will have to join me next week for episode two of your cutoff. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you are able to sleep tonight with your grown children living in your basement. (laughs) Do not cheat and Google this case. Stick around and hear next week what strange things Joel Michael will do next. If you are not subscribed, you should do so now so you won't miss another episode from me. Share my podcast with your friends on your social media. It helps my show grow course, leave me a review on Apple podcast. I love reading through them. Even that one star rating guy from literally a year ago. Yes, I'm still holding out a grudge on you because I know you're listening. Pictures of this week's case will be on my podcast, social media. And until next time, you know what to do. Stay weird, my friends. Oh, and one more thing. Hi, mom.